I want you, if you will, to help us in the ministry of sharing this message. There are many people who uh, are blessed by your sharing the message, and you never know who it's going to reach. There's so much that is not uplifted, that is uplifting, I should say, that is uh, being shared across social media. Uh, things that work to the detriment and things that work to the downfall. And we, the people of God, want to get out the word of the Lord to the people. God's word will lift you out of the mud hole, I'm telling you, and put you in a place uh, that is blessed before him. And so uh, share the word. We thank God for all of you in the virtual sanctuary. God has blessed us. There are many people that are listening uh, that are not uh, uh, in our local area, many people out of state to all of the pastors and leaders and churches uh, uh, across seas. Uh, we appreciate all of you for joining in. I'm getting a, a great... Uh, um, getting uh, 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 great blessings that are coming from Africa and different places. The Lord is blessing this broadcast uh, to go near and far. And so we thank God for what he is doing. Please help us this morning by sharing the word of the Lord. The grass will wither and the flowers will fade, but the word of the Lord will stand forever. Out of the book of Acts, Acts chapter 12, I want to share the word of the Lord with you this morning. Pray with me if you will. Father, I honor you and praise you for your goodness and your mercy. I thank you for uh, your steadfast love in bringing us together in the virtual sanctuary again. And as we come, uh, we thank you for the privilege of being able to hear your word. So much has happened uh, over the course of this last year, year and a half, two years, three years. But God, through all of the happenings, you have been our help. You have been a faithful help and a present help in the midst of everything that we faced, and we thank you. And so here we come again this morning asking that you would uh, fill our hearts. Uh, we ask that you would grant us your wisdom and give us listening ears that we may hear in this hour what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church, and that in hearing we would believe on the report of Scripture. And that we would believe unto application that as we apply these words to our lives, we may eat the good of the land. We thank you and praise you for what you shall do through your word. Hide your servant behind the cross that your name might be lifted high. I don't want the people to see anything but you. Be thou exalted. For as you are lifted up, deliverance comes. As you're lifted up, people are healed. As you are lifted up, lives are changed. And so we thank you in advance for what you will do. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. All of God's people said, amen. amen. Acts chapter 12, 
beginning at verse 1. This is going to be a, a lengthy reading, but if you will just allow me this morning to read uh, these verses here in Acts chapter 12, I want everybody to get the gist of, of this uh, narrative so that as we are preaching, you can have some general understanding of what we're talking about. Acts chapter 12, beginning at verse 1, it said, Now about that time Herod the king stretched forth his hands to vex certain of the church. And he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. Uh, then were the days of unleavened bread. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quaternions of soldiers to keep him, intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Peter was therefore kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. And when Herod would have brought him forth the same night, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with chains and the keepers before the door kept the prison. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him. And the light shined in the prison, and he smote Peter on the side and raised him up, uh, raised him up, saying, Arise up quickly. And his chains fell off from his hands. And the angel said unto him, Gird thyself and bind thy sandals. And so he did. And he saith unto him, Cast thy garment about thee and follow me. And he went out and followed him and wist not that it was true which was done by the angel, but thought he saw a vision. When they were past the first and second ward, they came to the iron gate that leadeth unto the city which openeth or which opened to them of his own accord. And they went out and passed on. Uh, through one street and forthwith the angel departed from him and when Peter was come to himself he said now I know of a surety that the Lord uh, hath sent his angel and hath delivered me out of the hand of Herod and from all the expectation of the people of the Jews and when he had considered the thing he came to the house of Mary the mother of John whose surname was Mark where many were gathered together praying and as he knocked at the gate uh, at the door of the gate the damsel came to hearken named Rhoda and when she knew Peter's voice she opened not the gate for gladness but ran in and told how Peter stood before the gate and they said unto her thou art mad and she, but she constantly affirmed that it was even so. Then said they, it is his angel. But, but Peter continued knocking, and when they uh, had opened the door and saw him, they were astonished. We thank the Lord for the reading of his word. Uh, this morning, I want to uh, use for a subject God's powerhouse. I want to talk about God's powerhouse. I want to talk about God's 
powerhouse. I'm hoping that by the time we finish this message that you will understand that God has placed you in the earth, that you have been redeemed and blood washed because God wants to use you as his powerhouse in the earth. Today, I want to remind you of something that we need to consider, especially in this hour. I want to tell you that God has chosen his people and his church to be people of power. Every born again believer is the dwelling place of God. I want you to get this here. I said every born again believer is the dwelling place of God. The Holy Spirit lives within God's people and consequently we have become powerhouses for God. See, see, you must understand that you are God's powerhouse. Now, sometimes we go through life and we don't always feel it. Oh, come on here. The, 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 the truth is that there are some days you don't always feel powerful. That, that there are some days where you don't feel like you have strength. That there are some days where you seem to be lacking in this area. But I want you to know that though you may not feel it some days and though you may not think it some days you are God's powerhouse see see I want you to grab this because a powerhouse according to the dictionary is defined as a person or a thing with great energy strength or power I said a powerhouse uh, according to uh, a powerhouse by definition is a person or a thing that uh, holds great energy strength or power uh, one who possesses great power strength or who can do great things is a powerhouse or who we refer we refer to as a powerhouse for for the purpose of this message I'm talking about God's powerhouse come on there's a lot of people that think they've got it going on but they don't have God come on here and when you don't have God in your life you don't have it going on as much as you think come on I'm talking about God's powerhouse God's powerhouse is an individual or a group of individuals who are indwelled by the Holy Spirit and thereby chosen to advance God's kingdom in the earth. I, I said, if you want to be a powerhouse of, for God, it means that you are indwelled by the Holy Spirit and thereby chosen to advance the kingdom of God in the earth. Let me say that one more time. I said, God's powerhouse is an individual or a group of individuals who are indwelled by the Holy Ghost and consequently chosen to advance the kingdom of God in the earth. God's people are a house for his power. We house the power of God. Come on here. I want you to grab this in the Holy Ghost because in this hour, uh, the, the wickedness that we are encountering, the children of God cannot be weaklings. Come on here. If we're going to stand up and fight the wickedness that is before us, we've got to be mighty warriors in the Lord. I'm coming this morning 
morning to talk about God's power. How? By the blood of Jesus Christ, we are God's powerhouses in the earth. Come on and declare, God has made me his powerhouse. I, I need you to grab that in the Holy Ghost. Come on, don't be scared because sometimes the devil don't mind when you're talking about how weak you are. Come on here. But he doesn't want you to confess out of your mouth how powerful you are. Lift your hands and say, I'm God's powerhouse. Come on, I'm not some pitiful house. I'm a powerhouse. I'm not some unproductive house. I'm a powerhouse. I'm not some pathetic house. I'm God's powerhouse. Come on and give God a praise right there. I am God's powerhouse. His power indwells me. I'm his powerhouse. His spirit enables me. I'm his powerhouse. His authority rests upon me. I am a powerhouse for God. Now, 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 this is what I want to do this morning because sometimes when you start talking like this, saints start getting nervous because as I said, the devil doesn't mind if you keep, come on, a low view of yourself because when you keep a low view of of yourself you don't have no victory come on here you won't walk in any victory I should say but but let me tell you something here come on you are God's powerhouse now how do I come to such a conclusion well Jesus said in Acts 1 and 8 but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you come on here you are a recipient of power come on somebody say a powerhouse come on here you are a, a, a beneficiary of the power of almighty God you are God's powerhouse come on here every blood washed believer is God's powerhouse come on here you can't have the Holy Ghost and not have power I wish somebody would grab it right there in the name of Jesus I said you can't have the Holy Ghost and not have power well, this is important here because you have, you, you have the Holy Ghost abiding in you and you are God's powerhouse. See, you are to operate in the earth as God's powerhouse. Come on, I feel this pull in the spirit because what we're doing is bringing the people of God, come on here, up to who we are in Christ, who we have been called to be. And you know what? The devil wants you to live at a reduced level of who you really are. I wish I had somebody to grab this here. Come on, I said the devil wants you to live at a reduced level of who you really are. Come on here, because the devil understands when you come into the fullness of who you really are, you he's got a fight on his head. Somebody give him praise right there. Somebody give God glory right there. Lift your hand one more time and say I'm God's powerhouse come on some days I don't feel it but the reality remains the same I'm God's powerhouse come on sometime I feel like going somewhere and hiding but the reality is by the grace of God I am his powerhouse I'm a powerhouse for God in the earth somebody give him praise right there see the Holy Ghost has equipped you to accomplish what 
you could never do through your humanity alone. I said the Holy Ghost has equipped you to accomplish what you could never do through your humanity alone. You are God's powerhouse. You have been chosen to operate in the earth as God's powerhouse. Come on, you have been called to function as God's powerhouse. You have been anointed to move in the earth as God's powerhouse. You have been appointed to advance the kingdom of God as his powerhouse. I need somebody to grab that right there. Come on, lift your hands one more time. Say, I'm God's powerhouse. Come on, say, I'm God's powerhouse. Come on, say it till you believe it. Say it till it register stuff in your belly. Come on, say it. Tell you feel it reverberating in your inner man. I'm God's powerhouse. Come on, you need this in this hour because what we're up against, you can't allow the devil to reduce you. Come on, give God a shout of praise right there. Come on, we got devils to overthrow. We got demons to put on the run. Come on here. We got territory to take. We got land to possess come on here and give God a shout of praise right there lift your hands say I'm God's powerhouse come on you may not always use it but you're his powerhouse you may not always yield to it but you're his powerhouse you may not always walk in it but you are God's powerhouse and that's why Paul had to remind the Christians who were at Corinth come on know ye not three and 16, 6 and 19 of 1 Corinthians. Do you not know that you are the temple of the Holy Ghost? You are the dwelling place of God. Come on here. God's power resides in you. Come on here. See, the devil don't want you to get bad. But I dare you, you want to help me slap a devil? Come on, see, I'm God's powerhouse. Oh, come on here. I don't play with devils. I put them out. I'm God's powerhouse. Devils don't run me. I put devils on the run. I'm God's powerhouse. I need somebody to grab it when you understand you're God's powerhouse. Devils won't be casting you out. You'll start casting devils out. Somebody put a praise on it right there. So this is the message this morning. I am God's powerhouse. I am the temple of the Holy Ghost. Now, 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 I need you to get this because in order to function as God's powerhouse in the earth, two things are necessary. If you're going to properly function as the power of God, as the powerhouse of God in the earth, I said two things are necessary. Two things are important. Two things are essential to do so. Come on, many things can be said, but I want to simplify the matter this morning, and I'm just going to put them into two things that you need to consider. Number one, you must know your God-given identity. I, I need you to grab this here. Come on, I said, you must know your God-given identity. Come on here, if you're, going to, if you're going to do ministry for God, you've got to know more than who they say you are. Oh, come 
on here. Come on here. You got to know more than mama told me and daddy told me and, and people say. Come on here. You got to know your identity in God. Come on here and see this is it. God wants his people to know who we are. Come on. And one of the ways that the devil tries to keep the saints incapacitated is to keep them confused about their identity. I said one of the ways that the devil tries to keep the saints incapacitated is to keep them come on blinded about their identity. Come on that's when the devil renders you come on ineffective when you do not know your identity. I need you to get this here. The devil wants you confused about your identity. Come on here. That's what he wants. Come on. It is the devil. It is in the devil's best interest that you stay confused about your identity. Come on. I need you to grab this here. I said it is in the devil's best interest that you stay confused about your identity. It's in the devil's best interest that saints saints stay confused about their identity. I need you to hear me. The devil wants you confused about your identity because it's in his best interest. When you know who you are in God, it's a game changer. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. I said, when you know who you are in God, it's a game changer, my God. I feel something right there. Because see, somebody this morning, you're getting ready to rise up out of a place. Somebody getting ready to get up and conquer. Come on here. Somebody's been wallowing in a place. And you're about to start winning in that same place. Lift your hands right there and say, I'm God's powerhouse. Come on, the devil wants you to be confused about your identity. Because when you know who you are in God it's a game changer come on here you don't approach life the same when you know who you are in God some things you won't tolerate when you know who you are in God see see you are chosen to operate as the God's powerhouse in the earth that's who you are you are God's powerhouse redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus God's powerhouse the sons of God by grace God's powerhouse transformed by his love God's powerhouse delivered by his power God's powerhouse you are a new creation in Christ God's own prized possession a member of the spiritual body of Christ a carrier of Christ anointing a recipient of the Holy Ghost a kingdom ambassador I need somebody to grab this here. See, see, the devil doesn't want you to know who you are because you can't properly manifest. Come on here. Who you are in God if you have an incorrect mindset about it. Come on here. I said you can't properly manifest who you are in God if you got an incorrect mindset about who you are in God. If your mindset is jacked up, 
your manifestation will be limited I need you to grab this in the Holy Ghost come on here people are not manifesting they're not walking out who God has called them to be because there's been an incorrect understanding and don't let religion dumb you dumb come on here from who God has called you to be I'm gonna need somebody to grab this in the Holy Ghost the devil wants you pitiful God's chosen you to be powerful lift your hands open your mouth say I'm God's powerhouse whatever you believe about yourself you will behave accordingly oh my God I'm preaching I said whatever you believe about yourself you will behave accordingly my God I feel the Holy Ghost I said whatever you believe about yourself you will behave come on accordingly your behavior will be consistent with what you believe about yourself if you believe you're a powerhouse the devil see the bad day if you believe you're God's powerhouse you'll start busting up devils if you believe you're God's powerhouse you'll start standing your ground if you believe you're God's powerhouse you'll start declaring your healing if you believe you're God's powerhouse you'll do what God has commanded you to do somebody put a praise on it right there I feel myself rising I feel myself getting up I feel myself going higher I feel healing manifesting in my life somebody put a praise on it I'm God's powerhouse if anybody can get healed why can't I get healed if anybody can get a miracle why can't I get a miracle if anybody can see a breakthrough why can't I see one I'm God's powerhouse this is the message that God wants you to understand that you are his powerhouse now, now I love that because as we begin to think about being a powerhouse for God come on here the devil is being disrupted right now Oh, come on here. He doesn't want you to know who you are. You are God's powerhouse. Now, now, I, I then hear the words of the Apostle Paul to the church at Rome as it is written, for thy sake are we killed all the day long. We are recounted as sheep headed for the slaughter because sometimes things look pitiful. Come on here, but, but don't let that fool you. He, he said we got a lot going on and a lot coming after us. Come on, sometimes we are like sheep. Come on, headed for the slaughter. Looks like we're being taken out. Looks like we're being overcome. Oh, but he says in verse 37, nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loves us look at all the stuff that comes against us come on here but we've got 
the love of God that's working for us. Neither life nor death, angels or principalities, powers, things present nor things to call, height nor death, death any other creature will be able to separate us from the love of God. If it comes, we can overcome it. Lift your hands right there and put a praise on it. Say I'm God's powerhouse. Say I'm God's powerhouse. Say I'm God's powerhouse. The devil ain't gonna put me nowhere. I'm God's powerhouse. Somebody grab it. It's not by chance. You were tuned in. God's calling you to rise up from where you are. No, you're not gonna be pitiful. No, you're not gonna be pitiful. You're gonna rise up in power. You are God's powerhouse. Somebody put a praise on it right there. Come on, say I'm God's powerhouse. And so when you know this, devils don't shut you down. You'll start shutting devils down. So, so if you're going to walk as God's powerhouse, it is important that you first understand your identity. But then number two, you must know your purpose. Why are you here in the earth? Because God's people are not just placed here to exist. We are positioned here to excel. My God, I said we're not just placed here to exist. We are not just placed in the earth to exist. We have been positioned here by God to excel. God's people are not just here to exist. We are chosen to advance his kingdom. God has called us both individually and corporately to be powerhouses for him in the earth. Saints are indwelled by the spirit of God and we are his powerhouse. We are enabled by that same spirit and we are the powerhouses of God in the earth. We have been chosen to be the light of the world. I'm talking about purpose now. We are here to reflect the Lord Jesus Christ in the earth. Saints are followers of the Lord Jesus and we are chosen to advance his kingdom. The purpose of God is always tied to the power of God. Come on here. What you mean God gave you a purpose and didn't give you no power? The devil is a liar. God never purposes anybody that he doesn't also empower. Lord have mercy. If God has given you a purpose, he's also given you the power to get it done. Because there is a standard in the kingdom of God. And that is that the work of God, come on here, can be only done through the spirit of God. God hasn't asked you to do anything that he hasn't supplied you the power to get it done. Lift your hands right there and give God a praise. Give God the glory. You are a powerhouse for God. And born again believers can bust up the works of darkness. Devils should
shouldn't be casting you anywhere. You should. Come on, be casting them out everywhere. Somebody give him praise right there. I'm God's powerhouse. I'm a part of the body of Christ, anointed to advance the kingdom of God in the earth. What do you mean? I carry the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ to preach the gospel to the poor, healing to the brokenhearted, deliverance to the captive, recovering of sight to the blind, freedom to the oppressed, to declare the jubilee of Jesus. Somebody give him praise right there. You do know that's who jubilee is. Jesus is the real jubilee. Oh, come on here. In Jesus, the captives are set free. In Jesus, chains are broken. In Jesus, the sick are healed. Lift your hands. Open your mouth. Declare from your belly. God's powerhouse. God's powerhouse. God's powerhouse. You're looking at God's powerhouse. Lord have mercy. God's powerhouse. That's who I am. I house the power of Almighty God. I'm a dwelling place for the Holy Spirit. I'm God's powerhouse. You got to believe this and you've got to walk in it. You are God's powerhouse. Know your identity and know your purpose. You are chosen to be God's powerhouse in the earth. You're not called to be a pitiful house, but a powerhouse. Oh yes, God has not called you to be a pointless house. Come on here, but a powerhouse. Come on, come on. The enemy wants you to think your life is pointless. He wants you to think you're just a pointless individual. Come on here, but you're not a pointless house. You are a powerhouse. You're not called to be a pessimistic saint. You are chosen to be a powerhouse. Come on here. Your outlook on life ought to be based on knowing the Lord. I said your outlook on life ought to be based on knowing the Lord come on here you don't let what the doctor said shake you from what God has said I believe God is going to invade somebody's life this morning somebody listening to me you going through some things and this this season has been one of great warfare for you there's some of you that love God and doing the ministry of God but you having your own personal fights and battle but I want you to know who you are I dare you to just rise up and say I'm God's powerhouse in your kitchen in your bedroom in your living room sometimes you just got to get radical turn the living room into a sanctuary turn the house into a worship center come on cry from your belly I'm God powerhouse. The text shows me something. It shows me in Acts chapter 12 how God's powerhouses in the early church were able to function. I want to look at Acts chapter 12 at the powerhouses of God, the, the disciples, the apostles, and to see how God worked through their lives. There are some things you can learn from the early church. 
and the powerhouses who were in the early church. I want to just give you uh, five things here from the text this morning that I believe can be a blessing to those of you who would take it in. God's powerhouses. Number, num number one, I want you to know that God's powerhouses will often face persecution. I need you to get this. Here it is in the text here. The Bible says in Acts chapter 12 that at that time Herod began to persecute certain of the church. He started coming after God's chosen people. He started going after them who had been blood washed, them who carried the anointing of the Lord Jesus. He went after the pillars of the church. Uh, in particular, you see him going after the apostles. He begins to go after them in a major way. He begins persecuting and assaulting the disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is something here. Uh, the text said he began persecuting the church. Uh, the church was under governmental persecution. The people of God faced governmental persecution. He began pers persecuting the followers of the Lord Jesus. Now, now, let me say this to you from the text, that when you are God's powerhouse, you are also a threat to the powers of hell. Come on, dogs don't usually chase parked cars, and devils don't usually spend their time going after people headed nowhere. Come on here. I need you to understand here. I don't know what it is about us that makes us think that because we're doing the will of the Lord, everything's going to be easy sailing. But, but I want you to know that when you are God's powerhouse, you are a threat to the powers of hell. When, when you are empowered by God, you get attention from hell. Come on here. You are not a threat to the uh, you are not a threat to the devil when you're walking in darkness. Oh, but when you come, become God's powerhouse, the devil sees you as a problem. Oh, come on here. How many of you know when you got positioned in Christ, you became the devil's problem? Oh, come on here. I need you to grab this here. Uh, when you are a powerhouse for God, you are a problem for the devil. Come on, and the disciples in this text have gotten their marching orders. Come on here. Jesus has been resurrected from the dead. He has spent 40 days with his disciples. He has taught them uh, uh, what they needed to know, the principles of the kingdom. He's been taken up on a cloud. They've gone into an upper room and they've resided there. Come on, for 10 days. And on that 50th day, the, the, the Holy Spirit falls on the day of Pentecost. I need you to grab this here. They have been through some mighty things. And they're not just playing. They've got the power to prove it. Come on, I need you to get this here. What they have makes the devil 
devil nervous. And can I tell you what you have? You make the devil nervous. When you got the real thing, you make the devil nervous. When you got real power, come on, you put the devil on alert. I need somebody to grab this right there. They, they know who they are. They're walking in purpose. They're advancing the kingdom of God. And when you're advancing in God, it's not uncommon to be attacked by the enemy. I said when you're advancing in God, it is not uncommon to be attacked by the enemy. When you are God's powerhouse, the enemy knows that you are anointed to prevail. When you are God's powerhouse, the devil knows that you're grace to prosper. Come on here. When you're God's powerhouse, the enemy knows you're anointed to prevail. Oh yes, when you are God's powerhouse, the enemy knows you are graced to prosper. When you are God's powerhouse, you've got the potential to bust up demonic projects. So come on here. Come on, son. How many of y'all know the devil's working on projects all around you? Oh, but he knows that when you got power, you can bust up his projects. Come on, some of y'all, the devil's trying to work on a project against your health, against your mind. Come on here. Against your ministry. I dare somebody lift your hand and say, but I'm God's powerhouse. Come on, say, I'm God's powerhouse. Come on, say, I'm God's powerhouse. Now, I need you to put a praise on it right there because God is healing some people. God is opening doors for some people. God's helping some people to rise up and bust up the works of the enemy. I don't know who I'm talking to, but if the devil is trying to construct a project in your life, I dare you to rise up in the Holy Ghost and say, but I'm God's powerhouse. Not over here. Come on here. No trespassing allowed. The devil building nothing my land is for the Lord somebody give God a shout of praise right there come on here I'm giving praise right there whatever the devil is building God has anointed you to bring it down you are God's powerhouse come on here I said whatever the devil is building you are anointed to bring it down my God I feel the Holy Ghost some of you had your back against the wall. Some of you had devils telling you that you're not going to make it to do what God has told you to do. But can I tell you the devil has always been a liar and he's still a liar. You're going where God has anointed you to be. You're God's powerhouse. You're going to do what God has anointed you to do. You're God's powerhouse. Rise up in the Holy Ghost and cry from your belly. I'm God's powerhouse. I'm God's powerhouse. And by His grace, come on here. I can run through a troop. And by His power, I can leap over a wall. I'm talking about supernatural ability. I'm God's powerhouse. I'm God's powerhouse. And the devil don't like me because I know who I am. The people who know their God can do great. 
great exploits for him. Somebody give him praise. When you've got confidence in God, you can conquer in life. Somebody put a praise on it. Come on here. I need you to grab this. The power of God rest in you. You can't be God's powerhouse without demonic persecution. When you walk in God's power, you ought to expect persecution. I said you can be God's powerhouse and avoid persecution. When you are God's powerhouse, you ought to expect persecution. A real kingdom walk is no cakewalk. Those who possess real Holy Ghost power will often be subject to persecution. John 16 and 33, Jesus tells them that in this world, you're going to have tribulation. But then he lets them know, don't let that stop your praise. Don't let your persecution hinder your praise. Be of good cheer. For I have overcome the world. God's people are often persecuted, but they ultimately prevail. Come on here. I need somebody to say, that's my testimony. Often persecuted, but I ultimately prevail. Come on here. Persecuted, but anointed to prevail. Come on here. And you grab that in the Holy Ghost. Some of y'all going through right now. Attacks coming in all different forms. Come on here. Because the devil is hoping that he can, he can, he can move you away from, reduce you. Come on here. From your true identity in God. Come on here. He's hoping that you'll accept the lesser you. Come on. Come on. That, that, that you'll just drown, drown, drown in a deeper place. And you won't walk in who God has called you to be. Come on. The devil is hoping that you will walk in a lesser you. Come on. I need y'all to get the The devil is hoping that you will walk in a downgraded form of who you really are. He's hoping you'll walk in a severely downgraded form of who God has called you to be. Come on. So he keeps on going. And persecution is one of the ways that the enemy hopes you'll get off the path. Come on here. But this is it here. The people of God must understand that they will be persecuted. Now, now the text says this. Uh, secondly, I want to show you that there will be some things that happen along the way that we won't fully understand, but we must trust God through it. Now, this is, the, you don't hear this in church now. Come on, because you know that, you know, just everybody got revelation and God showed me, God told me. Come on, but, but let me tell you something. Walking with God, even as his powerhouses, there will be some things you can't figure out to save your life. Come on, I'm, I'm just being honest with you because this is why so many saints fall apart because we won't tell them the truth. Come on here. If people are prepared with the truth, they can make it through any trial. 
come on here and you know what there are some of us that have been through things and the truth of the matter we still trying to figure out why that happened and the, the thing that I want you to get this amen again is this there will be times and seasons as God's powerhouses that we've got to trust him even when we don't understand what he's doing we've got to trust him when we don't know really what's going on around us come on here sometimes you got to trust the Lord when you don't understand what's why things are happening in your life I need somebody to grab this right there come on I said first of all number one that God's powerhouses cannot avoid persecution but then number two there are some things that will happen along the way that we do not understand but we must trust God through it see the text shows me something here that is a bit troubling I must admit James the brother of John come on here you remember James and John James the brother of John the Bible says was beheaded by Herod James was a faithful servant but he faced the sword of Herod come on here come on here he is a man that honored God a man that pleased the Lord a man that did all the right things yet he's gone sometimes along the way we will encounter moments we just don't understand unexpected losses unjust happiness in some seasons all you can do is put your trust in the Savior come on am I talking when you don't understand the moment keep trusting the master oh my god I said some seasons all you can do is put your trust in the Savior and then I told you this when you don't understand the moment keep your trust in the master somebody hear me give God a praise right there come on here there be things that you go through and things that you understand you won't understand but remember we are God's powerhouses you child of God are his powerhouse and he wants you to trust him God wants you to trust him even in trying seasons in fact God wants you to trust him in every season but don't stop trusting God when life gets trying come on here it's easy to trust God when we see things going well in the natural come on here but what when life throws us hardballs what when your heart is broken what when you don't understand God wants us to trust him come on here even when we can't track him somebody give him praise right there we got to trust the master in seasons of mourning come on here we've got to trust him when we don't know how to put it together when you can't put it together keep putting your trust in God I need somebody to grab it right there and say Lord I hear you I'm your powerhouse and I'll trust you even 
when the seasons get trying. See, I'm talking this because I've had to face this reality. Over the last three years, there have been days that, that, that I had to just trust God and I had to trust him through tears. Come on, I need you to get this because this is it. Trust God even when you have to do it through tears. Come on, I'm talking to somebody here. Come on, my God, I feel the Holy Ghost. May the medicine of God be poured upon your heart. I said, trust God even when you have to do it through tears because champions know how to trust God in the face of challenges. I need a praiser right there to lift your hands and give him praise. Come on here. See, there's some days come on, you don't see all I go through and I don't see all you go through. There's some days come on, in your humanity you cry. Oh, but baby, thank God that even though you cry, you still put your trust in Christ. Don't take my crying for not trusting Christ. Sometimes tears, come on here, give me. Come on, God has given me my tears. Come on here as a mechanism for release. But guess what? I will trust in the Lord until I die. Sometimes crying, but still trusting in Christ. I need a praiser right there. Better lift your hands right where you are. Come on, God's getting ready to heal. God's getting ready to show you something. God's going to put salve on that sore place. Lift your hands right there where you are. Somebody just stand up real quick and say, God, I trust you. Even when I'm doing it through tears. Come on here. My tears are no indication that I don't trust God. Oh, come on here. Because if I didn't trust him, the devil would have already overcome me by now. With all you've been through, if you didn't trust him, you would come on here. You would already be defeated. Lift your hands right there. Open your mouth and praise God. I want to tell you, trust God when you got to do it through tears. Trust God when you got to face tragic loss. Trust God when you go through unexpected loss. Trust God in personal situations. Trust God when you're going through the heat of battle. Life will serve you many situations. But no matter what life serves, you keep trusting the Savior. I said life will serve you many situations. But no matter what life serves, you keep trusting the Savior. Come on here. I want you to get this. When James, a faithful servant of the Lord, was taken by the sword of Herod, no doubt it shook the church. No doubt there were questions. No doubt there were misunderstandings. But the text shows me that when God makes you a powerhouse, you have the grace to keep putting your trust in him. Oh my God. I wish somebody would grab this and say, God taught me that. I didn't know I could make it through this. I didn't know I could come through what I have survived. I 
didn't know I could keep my head up with the kind of hell I had been through. Lord have mercy. But God taught me in the process how to trust him. I need a praiser that'll give him praise right here. Trusting him through tears. Trusting him through tragedy. Trusting him through pain. Trusting him in the waiting room. Trusting him while I'm waiting him to turn, waiting for him to turn something. I'm just trusting God while he's turning it. Somebody put a praise on it right there. Come on, this praise is telling the Lord, I trust you anyhow, 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 anyhow. Somebody give him praise. Heart been broken, but I still bless the Lord. God, I trust you even in trials. God says, I want you to trust me. These years, three, four years have been something. But God will reward those who trust him in trying seasons. The Lord put this on my heart in a strong way. You are his powerhouse. Trust God. And you hear me say this, but I'm going to say it again this morning. You hear me say it all the time. Trust God. And when you don't know what else to do, trust him some more. This is something I want you to get when you know Jesus. You're God's powerhouse. And you've been equipped to get through anything. See, see, you got to trust God. Trust God. Come on here. Trusting God is always time well spent. Come on here. I need you to grab that. I said trusting God is always time well spent. When you trust God, it yields great results. Come on here. God can do something mighty out of your misery. If you trust God, oh, come on here. If you trust God, God can take your deepest pains and turn them into your greatest paydays. God can take your most difficult wounds and work a wonder out of them. Yes, God can take your hurts and do something to help somebody else's life. You're God's powerhouse. I know you've been through a lot, but God's going to get you through this. Come on here. Come on. Somebody said, I don't know how to do it. Date one day at a time. Step by step. We used to sing in the old church is how we make the journey. Come on. So every day, God's going to give you mercy for that day and grace to get through that day. Come on. Somebody is in a place where you said, God, I'm trusting you through tears. Oh, yes. But I want you to know, I still trust you. And then number three, remember that no matter what you go through, God's got you. Here it is in the text. Not only did Herod kill James, he came after another more notable disciple named Peter. He caught him, imprisoned him, and held him in order to execute him. 
In essence, Peter is in custody and placed on death row. Peter is now threatened by the same Herod who has already killed James. Peter is now in jail falsely accused and by all accounts Peter is in big trouble come on here but I'm telling you remember that no matter what you go through God's got you I want you to understand Peter's been taken in by the enemy seemingly captured but the text teaches that no matter what challenges you God is still in charge Come on here, who, you, who believes this? That no matter what challenges me, God is still in charge. You are God's powerhouse and you are under God's protection. Come on here, remember that God's got you. When things go wrong, God's got you. Come on here. As a matter of fact, when things go wrong, God can make it right. Peter is trapped in jail. But can I tell you here, God knows what he's doing. The plot of Herod is to capture you and kill, uh, is to capture Peter rather and kill him is already in motion. But can I tell you when the devil's got a plot, God still holds the master plan. Come on here. I want you to know you are God's powerhouse. Peter was God's powerhouse. And when God gives you, come on, power, it is a clear indication that he favors you. Come on here. God does not empower what God does not favor. Somebody praise him right there. Whoever God favors, he will never forsake. How do you know that? Because God says, I know, I know the thoughts I have for you. They're thoughts to bring you into a bright future. They're thoughts to do something powerful in your life. And I want you to grab this right here because see the devil doesn't want you to know in this hour. Come on here. That you are protected by God. God's got you. That's why devils hadn't been able to overthrow you. That's why demons hadn't been able to take you out. That's why them that have laughed at you haven't been able to keep you down. That's why enemies have not been able to stop you from excelling. God's got you. Lift your hands and say, God's got me. Come on, in every season, God's got me. I don't ever go through anything that God doesn't have me. God's got me. And I praise him right there. Come on here. I need you to get this. Because when God favors you, he cannot forsake you. You're God's powerhouse. And how do you act when you're God's powerhouse? The text says that Peter was chained to two soldiers. He had 16 soldiers guarding him in the room. But when it came time to go to bed, Peter laid down and got him a nap. Come on here. Come on. This is what you've got to understand. God's working the night shift. You can go ahead and take you a nap. Come on here and give God a shout of praise. You can get you some rest because God is already working on your reward. Somebody give him praise right there. Come on here. They can't stop you. Come on here. You need to understand why the devil is working his schemes. God 
God is still holding the schedule and in due time you shall reap if you think not somebody praising somebody thanking somebody giving glory that your ladder shall be greater than your beginning somebody put a praise on it somebody put a praise on it somebody put a praise on it you have sown in tears but you shall reap in joy God's got you God's got everything concerning you God's got your situation somebody praising like it's already done somebody giving glory like it's already turned around I said the devil is working his scheme but God has you on his schedule somebody praising I don't care what the scheme of the enemy is when you're on the schedule of God it's gonna be alright somebody praising somebody thanking somebody open your mouth Sam God's powerhouse Sam God's powerhouse Sam God's powerhouse number four the enemy can't trap you now when you stand in God's power number four God's powerhouses are anointed to prevail in prayer I said God's powerhouses are anointed to prevail in prayer there is a grace on the people of God to prevail in prayer come on here who is prayer for the righteous come on here when the righteous pray Come on here. It's good to have a spirit of intercession. But you know what? All saints ought to be praying people. Come on here. There will not be some who are fervent in prayer and others talking about that ain't my ministry. Every, every believer ought to have a prayer ministry. Come on here. I need you to get this. Because it is through your prayers that God has ordained you to prevail. God's powerhouse is a praying house. Oh yeah, individually and corporately. Uh, see, see, you got to use the power that God has given you to prevail in prayer. I love this here in the text. It, it is that the saints are people who prevail in prayer. We are not called to retreat in times of pressure. We are chosen to rise up in prayer. We are not called to retreat, I said, in times of pressure. We are chosen to rise up in prayer. Prayer is one of the weapons that allows us to prevail in warfare. Here it is in the text. While Peter is in prison, the saints of God hold the prayer meeting. While Peter is in prison, the saints start praying. Look at these powerhouses. They started praying unceasingly for Peter. Come on here, CC. When there is a problem, them. saints ought to get together and pray Lord have mercy I said when there is a problem saints ought to get together and pray we are God's powerhouses and praying people are one of the enemy's biggest problems my God I feel the Holy Ghost come on here if you are a prayer warrior you ought to just lift your hands and say I'm one of the enemy's biggest problems yeah, praying people are one of the enemy's biggest problems. 
Yeah, yeah. If you want to make a devil nervous, know how to pray. See, see, this is something here. Saints ought to come together and pray when problems begin to arise. Come on here. While others are passing out over it, the saints are called to pray about it. Saints are not called to just walk around and grumble. We are called to go to the throne of grace. Come on here. While they grumble and I'm going to the throne of grace. Come on, see, I know where my help comes from. Come on here. Ground breaking things can happen when saints go to the throne of grace. Come on, I need you to grab this. I said groundbreaking things can happen when saints go to the throne of grace. Come on, I'm talking to somebody because see, some of y'all gonna grab these principles and God's gonna do something groundbreaking for you. I said groundbreaking things happen when saints go to the throne of grace. Somebody grab it in the Holy Ghost. See, see, this is it. Saints are anointed to send up prayers. We are God's powerhouses and we advance through prayer. Come on here we can't pout our way into the promises of God come on here but prayer will carry us there. Somebody prays and at some point you've got to stop pouting and start praying mercy is released when saints call on the master oh yes I am God's powerhouse. I have an audience with God. I'm his powerhouse. Oh, yes, I, I have the attention of heaven. I'm God's powerhouse. I have the ear of God. Come on here. You know you got the ear of God. His ear is turned in the direction of your prayers. Oh, come on here. Come on, don't tell me you can't get a miracle. Don't tell me you can't get an open door. Don't tell me things can't get better for you. When the righteous pray, heaven stands at attention. The church in the text got in prayer mode. And, and the text shows me that God got in performance mode. When the church gets in prayer mode, God will get in performance mode. Oh, come on here. If you can pray, God surely can perform. So this is it. They prayed until heaven took up the cause. See, this is the thing. We, we let go too early, but pray till heaven pick up the cause. They prayed until heaven took up the cause. Look, look at these powerhouses. They moved heaven. See, see the, the church at this time was not popular, but they were powerful. Come on here. Nobody wanted to be a part of the church. Nobody was running to pulpits at this time. Nah, nobody was eager to get them a collar at the time of this day. Having a collar could get your head cut off. Come on here. They're not popular, but they're powerful. And that's a lesson for today's saints. That the church, come on here, at this hour must understand that we should want power over popularity. Come on here. Come on here. See, you've got to make sure that your motive is not to be, uh, your motive is not to be popular among men, but powerful with God. Come on, I'd rather have the power with God than to have popularity with men men. Come on here. If you never get their approval, thank God you got his power. I'd rather have God's power than man's platform. In fact, man's platform means nothing without God's power. God 
God's power is greater than man-made promotion. Come on here, hear me. While while they're fighting for popularity, God help me to keep moving forth in your power. While they're consumed with gaining a greater platform, may I be consumed with walking in your power. Come on here, see God's power will put you in places where men can't promote you. I said God's power will put you in places where men can't promote you. That's why I'm standing in this pulpit. Come on here, that's how I've gotten anything in the kingdom of God. By trusting, come on here, in the Christ who makes all things possible. I need you to grab this right here. Come on, I said God will put you, God's power will put you where man cannot promote you. Come on, God will set you in places where men could never position you. Come on here, I just want to operate as a powerhouse for God. A place where his purpose can be carried out. An instrument for kingdom advancement. Somebody give God a praise. God dispatched an angel. Ordered the angel to go down into Herod's dungeon and rescue Peter. The angel did what the Lord told him. Walked into Herod's jail. Peter was in there sleeping. Sleeping chained to two soldiers. Guarded by 16 soldiers. But they never knew what was going on. Because when God gets ready to move, come on here, nothing can stay his hand. When God gets ready to bless you, tell me who can block him. Come on, I said, when God gets ready to bless you, tell me who can block him. They had no key to unlock the gates, but the gates swung open like an automatic gate. When saints pray, the potential for the supernatural is all around us. Somebody give God a shout of praise. Come on here. I want you to know that the saints can prevail when they have a prayer life. And number five, God's powerhouse should always expect a mighty move of God. Come on here. See, the key here is expectation. The people of God need expectation. Anybody expecting God to move? I don't just pray. I expect God to move by his power. Lift your hand. Open your mouth. I'm God's powerhouse. I expect God to move. I expect God to turn things around. And Peter, while the church was praying, came and knocked on the gate. Come on here. Can I tell you God will make what you're praying for find you. Gotta make the thing you need run you down. I need a praise that'll lift your hands right there. Some of y'all been faithful as God's powerhouse. And I'm here to tell you, God gonna have things chasing you. Oh, come on here. That's gonna bless your life. Lift your hand. Give your God a shout right there. I declare answers. I declare blessings from unexpected places. I declare doubles and triples and quadruples over the people of God. Lift your hand. Open your mouth in great expectation. Give God a shout right there. Come on, 
on, give him praise. Come on, give him glory. Come on, give him honor. Lift your hands, open your mouth. Say, I'm God's powerhouse. 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 And I'm expecting great things. I'm expecting great things. I'm expecting great things. If you can't stand somebody coming into great things, you might want to exit now. Because I'm expecting great things. Supernatural things. Awesome doors. Mighty turnarounds. Great miraculous manifestation. Lift your hand. Open your mouth. You are God's powerhouse. You are God's powerhouse. Tell me why you can't get a miracle. Tell me why you can't be healed. Tell me why doors can't open for you. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. You are God's powerhouse. Claim it like it's already manifested. Lift your hand. Open your mouth. Many of the afflictions of the righteous. What the Lord shall deliver them out of them all. Come on here. No weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. And every tongue that rises up against you, you shall condemn it. Lift your hand. Open your mouth. Cry from your belly. I'm God's powerhouse. I'm God's powerhouse. Only thing left for me to say, watch me win. Watch me win. You don't have to support my journey, but I do invite you to watch me win. All we do is win. All we do is win. Every now and then, I feel the Holy Ghost, and I must declare the triple win. Win, win, win. Win, win, win. Win, win, win. Win, win, win. Rise up in the Holy Ghost. Win, win, win. Your God's powerhouse. Win, win, win. Somebody put a praise on it. Right there. I'm God's powerhouse. I'm expecting great things. Them that are annoyed by great things have a moment to exit. Come on, I love you. But I'm just letting you know so you won't be shocked when it falls. I'm expecting great things. If you're looking to hang out with a loser, you need to back out. Kick that thing in reverse. You in the wrong parking lot. I belong to the Lord. Don't know losers live here. I'm expecting great things because I'm God's powerhouse. Come on, get it now. You behave like you believe. If you believe who God says you are, then you behave accordingly. You'll act like you know. Oh, bless the name of the Lord. And I'm telling you, God's going to do something supernatural for those who trust him in this hour. I know this has been a hard season. I shed more tears in the last three years than I think I ever have. But you know what? God is faithful. And I have learned how to shed tears and keep trusting. 
Come on, that's what the devil couldn't stand. Come on, he thought that if you shed tears, you would just throw him the towel. Yeah, but I shed tears and held on to the unchanging hand of God. And some days it wasn't me holding his hand, he kept holding mine. When I felt weak, he reminded me that I belong to him. I'm not talking about strength in my humanity. I'm talking about strength through the Holy Ghost. I'm God's powerhouse. And so are you. If you are blood washed, you're not a pathetic house. You're not some pointless saint. You are God's powerhouse. Come on here. You're not, you're not somebody who's unproductive. You are God's powerhouse. Get up and win. And I'm here to tell you there's a payday coming for your pain. There's a check coming for the challenges you've overcome. Oh, yes, God is going to pull something glorious out of something that was gloomy. Come on here, your ladder shall be greater than your beginning. And the Lord said, and for your shame, you shall have double. Come on, just holler, Lord, double it. And he's going to do that for his glory. You're his powerhouse. Maybe you don't know the Lord. You can know him this morning. God, I feel an anointing on this message. And I'm telling you, if you plug in and listen and get your identity straight and walk out your divine purpose, there's some things that have to turn. Yeah, you might be fought, but you're going to ultimately win. Yes, you may be persecuted, but you're going to ultimately prevail. And I believe, I'm telling you what, that as we are on the second half of the year, that there's going to be, you know, even though the devil is doing a lot and there's so much going on in the world, I think there's going to be an uprise for the people of God, for the people who, who walk in faith and walk in obedience and operate by the spirit of the Lord, that the healings of God, the miracles of God, that are, they're going to overtake us. Come on here. Even, in, even as we're coming through this pandemic, God's going to be doing some powerful stuff. Come on here. And I'm telling you, your name is on it. You're on the schedule. The devil's scheming, but you're on God's schedule. And God's got something. I'm telling you, and when God gives miracles and God gives blessings, he knows how to fine-tune them to fit the individual. Come on here. God ain't going to give you something that belongs to somebody else. God's going to fit you one made just for you. And can't nobody pay you like the Lord. Maybe you don't know him today. Simply say to him, Father, forgive me of my sins. I acknowledge that I am a sinner. I want you, Lord Jesus, to come into my heart. I believe that you are the son of God. That you died on the cross for my sins. That you were buried and raised on the third day. And you hold my eternal salvation in your hands. I now receive that free gift that you have offered to me. Come into my heart and be the Lord and Savior of my life. I receive that now and I declare that I am saved. God bless you this morning. I thank God for all of you. 
listening in, share this message. I want saints everywhere to hear it. Let somebody know who we are in God. We are not defeated. We are God's powerhouses. Come on here. Right before we leave, I want you to lift your hands one more time and say, I'm God's powerhouse. Oh, yeah. I'm anointed to prevail, and I'm graced to win. I'm God's powerhouse. Share the word. Let somebody else hear it. I appreciate all of you, and I want you to know I love you with the love of the Lord. Go out and win.